Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network. New shows every day. Find us at thehockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from. going to do a live watch along uh during the wings and ducks game and then also record our 200th episode so podcast listeners are gonna get um a a fun listen where if things go great it'll be fun to listen to if things go sour um i'm sure that'll be fun to listen as well our our live reactions of us getting whatever happens to us um it's clearly what a watch along. We are is. here but, for the uh, big ducks game. Just different. Uh, yeah. right, yeah. You know what? If, if if you're looking for a big Red Wings game this year, it's not like you're getting you're getting out of your seat for the Tampa Bay Lightning because that's a oh that's your two time Stanley Cup champion. No, this is a big game, Mike, because you've got Mort Sider, Lucas Raymond, and Trevor Zegras going at it. I honestly, this might be one huge of huge Calder Cup implications. Whoever yes. wins this game gets the cup. Exactly. I, I, I said on Twitter, whoever has the better advanced analytics at the end of the game should win the Calder Cup. And it is, or the Calder three man, it is a three-man race right now because Nadelkovich is not playing. Grice is in there, so he's out. Um, but, Matt, if you had any doubts about the um, the hugeness of this game, Matt, the implications, the Anaheim Angels, now the Los Angeles Angels, Rally Monkey dropped. <laughs> The puck to start the game today so we got all the big name celebs um out with eyeballs on this game huge now brad you threw in there the monkey um this is probably the best time to throw out there mike um he is the giveaways. rally monkey that's how i know him. we have He's a couple of giveaways to mention for our 200th episode so anybody that's yeah. uh, coming along here uh mike we're gonna give away a t-shirt uh for the first person to comment on the live episode and brad Without me even mentioning it, you get the win. <laughs> you mentioned the monkey first. Yeah, uh, the you, victory you, monkey. You win a T-shirt, so I'm gonna I'm gonna do this real quick, Brad. I want you to email us at, uh, I'm sorry, admin at 
bodpodcast.com. That's A-D-M-I-N at bodpodcast.com. Send us your info because you get our first win here. Um, that was quick. Yeah, I didn't even have time to go through our giveaways. Matt, uh, his Wi-Fi decided to do a firmware update as it would at 8 o'clock. On a Perfect weekend. timing. Yeah, no, yeah. It's, a, it's great great timing there by yeah. the old Orby Wi-Fi uh, mesh router there. But uh, since we came in late, I didn't get a chance to throw this out there. I probably should have just said, you know what? Let's not do a giveaway. But if I'm going to do a giveaway, I'd love for it to be to Brad because Brad's here all the time watching us live. So, Brad, congratulations. Now, Congrats, Brad. we've got a couple more here for anybody that's going to be uh, coming in. We've got three. We've got three listeners right now, so you guys have the best shot at this, Brad. I'm not going to hold you back. Um, if you want to win two T-shirts, it's all you. But uh, I also have another one here since we're doing a live watch along. Yeah, Let's you might do... have to get multiple sizes. Uh, this is COVID. That's what I've had to do <laughs> is I buy the shirt that I used to wear and the one I wear with my layer of COVID fat. So uh, get two sizes. But uh, the other, uh, another easy giveaway here. Uh, you yes. guys throw it up in the chat. And that's how we're going to pick you. And if multiple people pick the same person, it's the first person to put it down that gets the win. Mike, who's going to yes. get our first goal of the game tonight? Um, now, I want, it to, I want you to pick the first Red Wing. Uh, but first person to, or I'm sorry, uh, person who guesses that correctly, and it's the first person who guesses that correctly, also going to take home a shirt tonight. Ooh. Yeah. And, uh, of course, Mike, I, I don't know if you remember, but we put up our new shop. So if anybody's looking... To get one of these nice beauties, I'm wearing the brand new Red Wings Rant sweatshirt. You have to mm. comment the most tonight. So I'm going to go through and count Ooh. all the comments. And uh, yeah, that person who comments I the love most it. during our live watch along is going to win uh, the sweatshirt. So I figure that's that's a volume, right? Like you got to put in a lot of effort to get yeah. that one. Uh, so I thought I'd reward it that uh, way. If anybody wants to get on the coattails, I'm putting in an early bid for um, Lucas Raymond because I think he wants a Calder Cup, man. I don't think he wants Zgrass on that at all. I think uh, I think our boy's going in. I think Raymond's got it tonight. That, that, that's a fun pick. Nobody's nobody's throwing in uh, the comments yet who they think is going to get the first goal. Put Raymond in there. Player. That's what I would do. Yep, He's getting the first um, and the last goal. And then we've got a Red Wings rant sticker for the last person to comment on the live feed tonight. So I'm very excited to continue to announce that throughout the show. So in case there's a lull, I want to see some comments. <laughs> but um, if I may, Mike, I, yeah. I thought I'd give you a chance, and this will give me a chance to throw this up in the comments. Yeah. Um, we're 200 episodes in. And also, we're, you know, we're watching the Wings and Ducks right now. We're uh, 14.50 left in the first oh, period. Oh, Raymond um, almost got it. Yeah, we're, we're watching the Wings cycling out in front of the net right now. Um, yeah. I'm watching the stream from Xfinity, so I might be a few seconds behind. So my my vote obviously doesn't count as uh, one of the hosts of the show. But I'm also, you know, if you're in the future, you can't vote either. That's cheating. I'm like, I can, I can get you a T-shirt if you want one. <laughs> I, need a, I need a shirt. And like some detergent. Um, all, right. all right. What did you have for him? Um, we're 200 episodes in, Mike. Um, yes. That's that's 200 episodes of discussing not only the Red Wings, but we started mid-Iser plan. Um, we started a long after, road. 
Yeah, we started after the first draft, so we, we did miss Cider actually being drafted, but we've pretty much been watching him grow as a Red Wing ever since. Lindstrom just got laid the F out. Holy mackerel. He got um, laid out so hard there's a fight oh, about it. Yep. Here's Giovanni Smith. I call him the five-minute man because he's about to get another major here. All right, we do have, uh, while we're watching Giovanni Smith uh, throwing fisticuffs here. He's ruining that, uh, that duck jersey. Silver's got uh, yeah. Silver's got to miss the cough for the first tally tonight. Performance art. Zadina. He's going Zadina. You gotta love it. Um, so Mike, we're we're two hundred episodes in. We've had guests like Ken Kell uh, coming out coming coming on and giving us some good words of wisdom. Uh, we've had Max Boltman coming on. I'm not going to ask you who your favorite guest was. I I, I want to ask you what your your number one lesson learned. Uh, so far through 200 episodes and i'm going to try and throw in the comments here uh some of the rules some of the t-shirts were given away uh so that people are coming in late they know what to do but mike uh 200 episodes what's uh what if what's the one thing that as a red wings viewer observer if you want to say fan what, what have you learned what, what's your takeaway as we move on episode to episode to make sure we're delivering the best content we can I would say uh, patience, right? Because we've been through the uh, the real lows of the Iser plan, but also patience with our own Red Wings rant plan. Because too many times this season we've gotten caught up on because uh, we are the most five hundred team of all time. Uh, tonight we actually do enter the game seventeen, seventeen, and three. Um, but we are the most Jekyll and Hyde home and away team ever, uh, where we're a buzzsaw at home and, uh, you know, just the turnstile uh, defensively and offensively on the road. Um, so I would say that this season, just being patient, just realizing this is a 500 team, it's okay. Um, and I know we were very excited about using the P word, um, and it, we're just not quite there yet. Just be a little patient, wait for a few more of those you know, Red Wing uh, bushes to flower, if you will. And, uh, you know, we'll get there in another season or two. I didn't mean for that to sound quasi-sexual, but there you go. <laughs> All right, I got one more I'm typing up here to remind everybody about the Red Wings rants. Patience and follow the plan. Yes. Um, this will be fun, too. I really want this uh, to, to kind of boom at the end of the, the live episode. The Red Wings rant. Sticker giveaway. Last person to comment on the live feed gets a Red Wings rant, Red, Red Wings rant sticker giveaway. Uh, sticker. Um, all right, Mike. Um, Matt, what have you learned? It took you 200 episodes to finally figure the F out, but you <laughs> finally get it now. <laughs> what did you finally glean after 199 episodes? You know what? I, I will say... Um, over those 199, I think we, we've like, uh, learned a lot about analytics and how to properly assess them. I think that's huge. Um, but I, I think ultimately it has to come back to like, what's the best way to use all this stuff and, and to use your eyeball test and to, uh, assess game by game. And it was, um, Ken Cal that, that taught, oh, well, here you go. Ducks up, one to nothing. I was looking at you when I missed uh, the goal by the duck. Was it Zegras? Yeah, it was Zegras. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Um, there goes that Calder Cup, Lucas. How do you feel about that? 
And it called her, tr I did it too. Called her trophy, right? Or called cup is going to our AHL. I don't. <laughs> Wait, is it called a trophy and a Calder cup? Yeah, AHL. Uh, we couldn't come up with some more names, cup. NHL. Come on. The performance art is thrilled with Grice on that moving from side to side there. Um, you know what? Honestly, I mean, come on. That was that. I think it's a fair fight, was, though. The Anaheim, the, I keep calling them Anaheim. The, the Ducks. They are Anaheim again. Yeah. I can't keep track of that city. The, Matt, the Ducks time. are playing a goalie who's never played in the NHL before, and Grice is doing his best to look like he's never played in the NHL before. So I think we have a fair fight tonight. <laughs> I that's not everybody. That that was that was just awful. I know, I, but it's fun to pick on Grice. We've talked. Oh, about absolutely, it. especially with performance art along for the ride here. Uh, Bryce, I got to uh, answer gonna, yeah, Brad's go question here. He says, "Is it a hoodie or a sweatshirt?" It is a hoodie. I do, uh, yeah, I was, that was inaccurate, but uh, hopefully that doesn't stop anybody from trying to win. <laughs> Hoodies are out this season, Matt. Nobody wants them. Performance art, bring back Kashik. Now, Mike, at this point, um, 100-year-old Dominic Kashik, is that is that really the better option than Thomas Grice right now? Is he really that bad? <laughs> um, Hold on, I wanted to bring up something. So, yeah, oh, I want to pull the group. Would you rather have Grice or 56-year-old Dominic Hasek? Oh, we, we want to get the actual age. No fun being... Triple H tonight. is 52, Matt. So, Who? Triple H plus four years. Uh, oh, all right. I got a better one for you. You ready? Yeah. All right. He, he just had a pretty good match with AJ Styles, like a WrestleMania ago. So, oh, Matt, you can God. have Undertaker right now. Or Grice. Um. Well, let's see. Is this? Am I playing this as me watching? Like, like, let's say you ask me for like, uh, you know, do I want Wolverine? You know, the X Men. Do I want Wolverine or Grice? So, am I playing this as saying I have the Phenom, I have the character, the Undertaker at my disposal, or do I have? You either get the man. Undertaker main eventing WrestleMania this year against Roman Reigns, or you get another Thomas Grice game. Oh my God, another Thomas Grice game! I, for for anybody that's a are you kidding fan. me? Man, everybody knows the Undertaker. Matt, you're missing out on the entrance. No, no, I'm that's good. like half an hour. I'm you good. get you get lightning. You get a magic gong, blue lights. His eyes roll back. He gingerly picks up his coat before he steps over the ropes. He doesn't trip. Very smart move. Oh, what's uh, up, Timmy? Coming in with the first goal is going to be Bertuzzi. I like and that. Brad, Brad's on top of that, too. Uh, he's, he says Bert's looking good. He, he is. Uh, I got you, Timmy. First goal going to be Bert. Uh, hopefully they're coming uh, fast and hard. Um, if that... I really thought things would start out a little hotter because we have our home jerseys on, but uh, not yet. Well, performance oh. arts uh, got the... <laughs> He's got the right mindset right now. We're doing better than uh, already gets the doubled our last first shot. period. <laughs> Matt, Seriously. I was actually gonna I was gonna throw something at you because that yeah. was I'm so glad that you watched that so I didn't have to. <laughs> Matt, was that 27 to 1 in the first period? Yeah, uh they added a shot um like Bullshit. midway through the period break. No. <laughs> Can I just say how lame it was to see Red Wings Twitter start to discuss like People correcting other Red Wings fans. Oh, we we actually got two shots. They they added a shot, and it's like, 
that's not the point. All right, folks, we don't care that we went from one shot to two shots. Let's let's not let's not correct Max Boltman, you know, who's making a point about how we got outshot by you know twenty five. Oh, it was actually it was totally twenty four. So. All right, man, I'm going to throw something at you real quick here, because if you're listening to this show, you you probably watch a little bit of Detroit sports. So I'm not going to do all time ineptitude because the Lions win that contest every single time. So it's it's not even a debate. But, man, I'm going to throw this up there. Just recent memory. All right. You ready? Mm-hmm. Red Wings give up a 26 shot disparity in the first period. I'm not giving them two. So they lose 27 to one against the Kings. Yeah. So there's going to be a little range of emotions here. Again, it's hard to pick just one Lions moment, but the Lions lose on a record 66-yard field goal. Rip your guts out. But the Pistons this year lost in regulation to the San Antonio 13th in the West Spurs, 144-109. to Now, this was a roster full of uh, scabs because of COVID, but it was 144 fucking points in a regulation game. And then the last one, man, for the Tigers, this was a pretty good year for them. But I'll say they kept playing has been Cabrera, and they're just embarrassing at-bats at this point. Um, so, man, of those four, what was the worst one? Well, they're bad for different reasons, right? I think comparable is the Pistons' loss and the Red Wings uh, last night. I mean, that full game uh, against the Kings, you know, that that's comparable to us going down. Uh, you said that that was the 13th ranked Spurs. Yeah, they're yeah, pretty those, bad. Those like those results are in lockstep, right? Uh, heartbreaking is a completely different conversation because last night, I mean, when it hits 27 to one, 27 to two in shots, at that point, you're almost relieved. One game starts at 10:30. Mike, I threw out the Figaro gif. I'm snuggling up in my bed, and I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna have a nice. A nice, uh, you know, good good 40 winks. Uh, that didn't actually happen, but, you know, for a lot of Red Wings fans, that actually happened. So y- you got you got shellacked, uh, for lack of a better phrase word, uh, in that first period. There, there's reasons. There's there's silver lights. <laughs> there are yeah. silver linings to that. Um, and, and of course, you know, the, the final score. It, it makes it feel um, like it, if it gets so far out of hand, you're handle of like you know the the need the need to get a win that night you know you lose grip of that early on so as the game continues you, you the heartbrokenness is just gone it, it once a once a loss becomes laughable like that or like you get the likes of uh prashant Dyer looking up statistics for like the last time you know we got blown out shot wise like that um you know the last time that happened in a game that that's when you know, like you you give up on this one. So Pistons losing, Red Wings losing, those those are lockstep. Lions losing by a record field goal. If you want to talk about like the thing that sticks with you, that loss does. Um, like embarrassing losses, I think I think we let go of that, right? Don't we? Don't we let go of of the blowouts? But we, I, Mike, I still remember. I. <laughs> And this is going to be so funny if I have the wrong year. 1999, we lose to the Bears by a field goal, and we miss the playoffs with uh, Gary Moeller as our oh. head coach. I went uh, to that game. I yeah. cried like a baby. I had other Lions fans that I've never met before. Dad, Dad went to the bathroom, and I'm just sitting outside of the bathroom sobbing. 
because uh, I'm a little guy. I don't know how to take losses. You know what? I've I, that, still, that, still don't. Argue yeah, that doesn't matter. I, I take that back. I have changed since back then. <laughs> I'm sobbing. I don't know how to take the loss. I will never know how to take a loss. That's the better way to put it. And I mean, that's it, right? Like, I'll never forget that feeling. That was uh, the Bears had that kicker who looked away from the field goal post. So I was just like laughing as I'm watching it happen. I'm also thinking to myself, I've never seen a field goal this long before. So I don't have to worry about this. The Lions got this in the bag. And really, I do feel like that game was when we started to see like longer and longer field goals. Uh, but that's a whole nother conversation. But I, I never forget that. The heartbreakers, you never forget. Um, but, you know, record-breaking heartbreakers, that's a whole nother conversation. Um, you know, Aaron Rodgers airing it out. on That was Thanksgiving, right, when we lost uh, on the Hail Mary? And, yeah. And uh, Blayton yep. holding all around Aaron Rodgers. And they still, like that one I'll never forget. This blowout, the four to nothing, the shot differential. I'll remember it if somebody brings it up, but it's not going to hurt me. So worst loss, if I wanted to find it, um, I think worst, if you had to put a percentage on it, I'd put heartbreaking as as like a, like a higher amount of, Word. Like if you're ranking worst losses, right? Like heartbreaking has to take a huge chunk of that. If you're going to wait it, that's what I'm looking for. That's how I'm describing it. So over the last year, Mike, I'll take that field goal. That's uh, for Red Wings podcast. That does nothing for the listeners. They're like, who, who cares? But uh, if there are any, you know, Detroit sports fans who are, you know, you're stuck with us. You Maybe worst was, a, was the wrong adjective. Right. Um, if I said most nauseating, the Piston one, I can't be as upset because half the roster wasn't even playing. There was, you know, like guys who were in the G League. They were yeah. like playing at the rec center last week. And, you know, they lost to the professional Spurs basketball team against our G League team. So, you know, I'll, I'll discredit that one. The Tigers with Cabrera is pretty nauseating because the guy, it's it's over, man. Um you know, they're going to finally turn it around, and that guy's, you know, he's not going to be on our team anymore when we do. Um, that Lions field goal was extremely, I wouldn't say, I wouldn't even say it was nauseating because it, it just made me laugh because as soon as they made the <laughs> announcement that this would be a world record 66 yard field goal, I guaranteed it would go in. And lo and behold, it went in. Man, I would say that that 27 to 1 <laughs> first period was the most nauseating moment because this should have been the Red Wings at full strength. They didn't really have any excuses uh, besides, uh, you know, you know how we play on the road. So, Matt, um, I think it was the most nauseating and the most irresponsible of the four teams. The Pistons, it was excusable. The Lions are cursed. And the Tigers are, you know, at the end of this, you know, 30-year mortgage with Cabrera. So they're they're almost done. <laughs> this 27 to 1 shellacking, uh, that was the most nauseating so far this year. Um I guess, yeah, not nauseating. I, I think it's <sighs> I guess if the same thing happened tonight where I, I I'm all pumped for like I wasn't pumped for the wings and kings, but I was pumped for this ducks game because of the implications for the Calder trophy. So that, 
that would have to play into it. But yeah, I, 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 I'm going to stick with my answer. I, I know where you're coming from with your answer. I, I don't uh, discredit it at all. Um, it's a good answer, but um, yeah, it's just, it's, it's different, right? Late, late game, you know, you're getting blown like, up. You get to go to bed early. I, you I know what else too is like, yeah. look at, there's even, let, let's do it this way too. Like with the Tigers, Cabrera still had these weird, like, historical milestones he could hit. So you're like, oh, wow, look, he moved up a list for being old and still being active, right? So there's still, like, a watchability. Yeah. For the Pistons, they just won a game with a bunch of scabs. It was like uh, uh, their fourth-string point guard, Frank Jackson, and the Pips managed to win a game. It was incredible. Nobody could believe they did it. Um, the Lions losing on that 66-yard field goal – that's that's real watchability because you you went and showed somebody wow look they they lost again the Lions curse continues it was a 66 yard field goal that they, nobody's ever kicked one that far before it was almost a kickoff to start the game that's how far the field goal was the guy did a kickoff through the posts and it went in but the Red Wings as a Red Wing fan you got to watch a whole period where they get one shot and they give up 27 of them man. <laughs> that is there's what is the redeeming watchability factor in that game uh yeah not not a ton um it, it's it's tough to go back and watch most sporting events to be completely honest like if you had but to go I, back and watch one of those four events is is the is the red wings game the last pick of those four <laughs> you have to go back and watch the whole game um well you do get to watch nadelkovich Stand on his head. If that's doing it for you, Matt. Hey, you asked the question. There's an answer to it. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if I can watch that. It's, it's a lot of non, non-offense. Um, well, you know, Mike, as, as, a, as a, you know, I'm well beyond uh, just being a hockey fan, you know, and I, I can appreciate every aspect uh, of the game. Yeah, so, you are uh, a GM of a 56-time Stanley Cup winner in the video game. So <laughs> we don't need to go over your full um, resume here, Matt. Jeez, old Pete. Well, uh, check the resume again, Mike, because I just said my favorite Stanley Cup win was number 56. Uh, I believe I'm well into probably 500 Stanley Cup wins <laughs> dating back to the uh, 2002 uh, NHL game, which I, I, I think was probably the first one I, I got my hands on, got my, my grubby little mitts on. If you saw me make a weird face, it was uh, watching uh, Grice try to clear the puck. And he just kind of handed it over to the ducks behind the net. It was very bizarre. Uh, luckily, it looks like things are looking up. Oh, there's a shot. Around that. Yeah. Uncle Bo tried to tie it up. So, quick, quick. Uh, I guess pivot here, right? Um, we can pull up. We'll pull up one of these slides here. We actually have our slideshow ready to go. Um, like we had a lot of a lot of uh, conversation um in the last episode about the placement of uh zadina now we just we just saw Nemistikov, rasmussen and uh adam ernie uh out there projected lines tonight uh mike now i i swear i just saw zadina with with valeno and gagne uh but the red wings uh initial post for lines was was fabry Suter, and zadina on the second line uh, so this this is something um, 
I can't begin to confirm right now as we're chit-chatting during the middle of the game if uh, if we've actually already changed those lines, uh, if <laughs> this actually did come to fruition. Um, yeah, because we, we've got uh, Philip Sedina, Sam Gagne, Joe Valeno. Just, as I mentioned, we're just on the ice there. So they've got, according to Natural Stat Trick, uh, 49 seconds together. Um I, I wanted to bring this into the conversation because now this this is clearly wrong. Um, what we got from the uh, Detroit Red uh, Detroit Red Wings uh, Twitter. <sighs> I guess what I was arguing about all day today, Mike, is is what we need to do with Philip Sedina, what he's owed, and um, I think I think something that a lot of people are forgetting. What he's that owed? I yeah. can't wait to answer that question. Well, that's the thing is um, there's 22 guys on this team and there's there's been a lot of conversation today about uh, what exactly is are, are any of these players owed compared to anybody else. And I um, I have some I have some thoughts I'd like to throw in there. Uh, we should throw in there, too. Um, we just got the text, Mike, from our dad. Uh, performance art thrown out there, too. Bob Saget was was just found dead. Oh. Um. I, I, I guess you and I watched Full House a lot when we were kids, but um, Bob Saget's comedy. Well, America's Funny Some videos, too. Yeah. Yeah, true. Uh, stand-up comedy, I was a fan of. Uh, I actually gave it uh, more of a chance when one of my good, uh, you know, or one of my good buddies, one of my favorite podcasters, uh, Anthony Jeselnik, uh, talked about his relationship with Bob Saget recently. Um, of course, obviously, before the passing. So, yeah. Uh, but yeah, he mentioned go back, listen to it. Um, it was something like growing up. I, I don't think I gave it enough credit, but uh, yeah, Bob Saget. Um, this is a bummer, uh, but yeah, I highly recommend you go back. Yeah, comedically, uh, what a yeah, diverse guy when he was super Magoo on uh, Full House, yeah. but he, he couldn't be farther away from that in his stand-up. <laughs> uh, you know, one of the more you know talented blue workers ever. Um and if you just really want to go down a, a rabbit hole that's that's worth of worthy of your time, um, just look him up doing Comedy Central roasts because uh, his stuff is really good on there. Yeah. Um, his interviews are really good. Um, if you happen to find his stand up on there, they haven't you know flagged it or taken it down. Um, definitely do that and be in for a shock um, if you've only seen him on America's Funny Stone videos um, in Full House. Uh, but he's definitely like a you know comedian's comedian, um, you know. Um, you know, well, he's out, friends yeah, with he's like out. the the Godfreys, the you know the Norm Macdonalds, um, the Jeff Rosses, people like that. Um, so yeah, he sounded like you're going to say something. He's well, he's out there to make himself laugh and his friends laugh, which is you know I think that's that's tough to market, right? Like he. Uh, you get your PR folks, you get your, you know, your managers and they, they, they want you to do something that a huge amount of people are going to love. And I think you putting it as a comedian's comedian is, is a great way because if you can appreciate somebody that is out there to have fun and here we go, Heronic on the break and he throws it over the net. All right. Good, good shot there, Heronic. Um, just looking for something. Performance art thrown out there. Six shots. We're playoff bound. We're playoff bound. Uh, what's up, Tim? He's got that correction there. He's got seven shots. <laughs> um, yeah, that's that's going to be a big point of conversation at the period break, ladies and gentlemen. How many extra shots are added <laughs> to the score by the scorekeepers? Um, 
But yeah, we you know this is the Red Wings podcast. I'm bummed uh, about uh, the passing of Bob, uh, but yeah, I I would just urge you guys <sighs> get give it a listen. Um, we did the same thing when when Norm Macdonald uh, passed, and I, I, it's it's always one of those things where um, I think I think a part of it, Mike, and this probably uh, this goes across all elements of pop culture, sports, definitely. But you, we, we form like our favorite entertainers and athletes, and we just want to make sure that because we love them so much that they don't disappear from uh, society. Uh, that's a real thing, you know. Putting out a legacy that also includes the things that you love. You want to make sure those legacies continue, and. Um, it's, uh, that's a whole lengthy conversation for another day and a whole other podcast. But yeah, I'd urge you guys to go check out Bob Saget for my own, uh, for my own benefit. <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, if, you know, if you like, if you like comedy, he was somebody who's, you know, definitely still doing stand up way past when he, you know, needed to. So he was just out there because he loved making people laugh and he liked being around a, a live audience. So, um, Yes, yeah, this, this is a shitty one. Not a great way to start 2022. Hey, hockey fans. DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner in the NHL, has a no-brainer offer that'll make you a winner once any shot gets passed the goalie new customers can bet just one dollar on any nhl game and win a hundred dollars in free bets if either team scores that's right the nhl got rid of ties in 2005 so you know someone is gonna light the lamp if sportsbook isn't available in your state yet no worries everyone can play for huge cash prizes all season long with DraftKings daily fantasy hockey contest DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code THPN. Throw down $1 on any NHL game and win 100 in free bets if either team scores a goal. That's promo code THPN this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit and $1 wager required. One per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Well, we got uh, 159, Mike, left in the first period. Um, we were getting into the conversation before uh, we got we had mentioned there from performance art um, uh, about Bob there. But I, I was getting into the conversation about what what is any one single player owed? Um, and we, you know, you get into the I can't even hear that question without laughing. But go ahead. Right. I, I mean, I, I think we're going to be on the same side. I, I'll, I'll preface it that way. But you can get into specifics here. What is Zadina owed by the Iser plan? Or you can just talk any one individual player by any one hockey team. Um, Mike, because you're you can't I can't even get through the question. Yeah, we try to ask it again. <laughs> what is any one individual player owed by their respective <laughs> team? It's not a goddamn thing. <laughs> um, I think what's going on is um. 
we, uh, you know, there's discussion about uh, Zadina getting demoted to the fourth line um, after he was a healthy scratch, and then they're trying to bring him back. Um, you know, what what is that? There are questions asked, like, what is this going to do for his development for a guy who's having confidence issues to put him on the fourth line? Um, but I, I think the what, what that argument is missing is what, by putting him back on the second line, what is that doing for the, like, the mentality of the rest of the roster to see this guy who's not producing continue to get chance after chance after chance after chance on the power play, um, getting more ice time by, you know, being on the quote unquote second line. Um, and so it's just this bizarre uh, delusion where for some reason people think he's entitled, um, you know, to all these extra opportunities um, you know, maybe because he was a, a first rounder, maybe because he's younger, but we do have other former first rounders. We do have other young guys. Uh, yeah. could be getting that power play time, that precious power play time to try and, you know, make some money here and, you know, showcase your talent. Um, Speaking of uh, power play, Mike, we're, we're about to go on a five on three here. Uh, Steel takes a tripping penalty on Letty and, uh, what was it? Um... Mason cross checks Fabry. All right, so now we got a five Beautiful. on three going. Let's uh, let's see luckily, what we got. So I hate when that happens and there's like thirty seconds left in the period. We got a minute and ten seconds. There's a little bit of time here to get some cooking. Now, uh, it, this isn't going to be something. Performance art threw out there. You know, can someone explain to me these YouTube channels where you watch someone call the game without seeing the game? Um, I got really self conscious. Then I was like, wait, we've barely talked about the game. We're just watching it together. So I don't think he's talking about us. <laughs> was that performance um, art you said that yeah <laughs> the weirdest thing performance art is people who do that for professional wrestling pay-per-views Ugh. yeah um anywho it was like, like, those are like six hour shows but go ahead have you do you remember like uh as uh as we're running through this uh five on three here raymond's uh circling I, i'm gonna do my best not to like tell you exactly what's happening because that would be this speaking of me nauseating, like, a, like an hourly yeah. job because it looks like they're just running out the clock here um i don't know if we technically have a shot yet hey oh, there's cider's oh. going up front um cider had a good play yeah yeah cider got raymond oh. Oh. clearly cider and raymond here are jealous of zegris earlier as uh the two of them getting the best two looks on that um, now we're going to have about 30 seconds left of a five on three going into the second period, Mike. Um, I was going to ask you, this is, this is good. This is good content for like the 200th episode. So we could focus on, on us. Um, <laughs> God. do you remember growing up? Like how excited, like our dad would get to see, um, oh yeah. That, that, yeah. So that's the end of uh, the first uh, one to nothing. 10 shots for Anaheim, 10 shots for us. We're um, back, baby. 10 10. <laughs> the ducks are, you know, do you remember how excited our dad would be that we'd have clean ice at the start, you know, for, for our power play to finish off the power play in the next period. Do you remember those conversations? How excited, um, not only our dad, but like our, our uncles as, as we sit around and learn how to absorb and watch hockey. Um, I, don't remember a lot of their deep cut analytics stuff, <laughs> but I do remember them talking about a, a fresh sheet of ice. Yeah. 
I do remember that being a focal point of a lot of our hockey discussions. Well, this does kind of suck because I need someone to say that they know what I'm talking about. Because um, basically, I was going to let everybody know that the uh, the analytics test on that, um, it uh, is not significant. Uh, there's no extra goals scored. In there's fact, no there's correlation less... between start of period goals versus end of period goals? <laughs> yeah, that fresh ice does nothing, um, apparently. Has anyone, um, char- like, they really charted that? Like, how many goals are scored in the first... 10 seconds versus the last 10 seconds, and then, like, the first minute versus the last minute? It's the difference uh, between getting a fresh sheet of ice. Like, that was the argument. You get a fresh sheet of ice on your power play, you're going to have a better shot at scoring a goal. And it probably just comes from, like, you know, mid-period Q&A from, like, the 80s or 90s, or it came from, like, post-game of, like, well, we got that fresh sheet of ice, so everything was going to go. Um but yeah, just just so everybody knows, um, <laughs> it's, it's a hard no. Uh, it's not. It does not happen. Um, uh, yeah, no no significant uh, results to say that uh, you get any benefit. And the last uh, conversation I heard on that, it's actually less chance uh, for you to score if your power play moves into another period. So there you go. That's yeah. It wasn't really a test to see if you score more at the end of a period or at the beginning of a period. But what the uh, test confirmed was that there's no significant uh, acceleration of scoring, uh, getting that fresh sheet ice. So, um, not not trying to get people to tune out exactly. Just always thought that 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 always tickled me. I always thought that was funny. That I grew up thinking that. I grew up knowing that you want a fresh sheet of ice uh, for your power play, and uh, it's not actually a thing. You know what? It's uh, it's a huge deal. Um, I always like at halftime in basketball games when they replank the floor. <laughs> so, yeah, you gotta get all those scuff marks out of there. I don't like the bounce so on this one. Yeah. Um, what is this press board? Let's get some oak over here. This is <laughs> all right. So here's here's what uh, we were talking about, and we just can't seem to finish this conversation. Now, Andy Roberts joining us on Facebook. He, he's picking uh, Lucas Raymond. Um, Good choice. Fortunately, Andy, I throw it out there. Um, we are on uh, we're on YouTube right now too, so we we actually already have a selection of Lucas Raymond somewhere in here, right? Didn't wasn't that one of our first picks? We could still put Giovanni Smith out there, Andy. Yeah, Andy, I highly recommend you just throw out another name because we already have Lucas in there somewhere. Uh, Silver's got Nemistikov. Um, Brad, what did he go with? I he thought he went with, with the monkey. Uh, he's go, yeah, he, he went with the monkey from uh, Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. Uh, no, he's going with uh, Puce. Um, could have sworn. Maybe, maybe I'm wrong. Um, I think uh no performance art wants to make sure grice gets that first goal he's such a huge fan um what's up timmy went with bertuzzi uh, i haven't said lucas raymond have i all right never mind andy it was only me you yeah andy lucas you can have it yeah. you got lucas raymond holy mackerel <laughs> yeah so let's get back let's get back to our uh <laughs> conversation move on um, man 
we've got we've got uh, we've got a couple of forward lines officially in, right? And th- this is what I was bringing up here. Um, if I, I'm going to blow this up for myself, so my hesitation. Um, first line, first line, right? I mean, this this is a legit first line you could uh, put out on any team. Uh, and and uh, legit, this is you know you you could go up against any team. This is going to be on any team. This could uh, challenge to be your first line, definitely uh, in your top six. The this combination of forwards of Bertuzzi, Larkin, Raymond fit anywhere uh, based on their production, based on the deep cut analytics. It is a good first line. I'm not giving a hot take right now. We all know this, Mike. Here's the thing. <laughs> yeah, Zadina. Throw in Joe Valeno. That's a big topic of conversation in the last episode. Is there anything in those other nine forwards that you look at that group and besides the minutes that would be played, is there anybody out of those nine forwards and the way that they're organized? And I'm going to back out of this full screen here in a second so I can see people's comments too. Is there any way that they're organized that you say this is legit the second line, this is legit the third line, this is legit the fourth line? Because uh, we were coming to that question, like, does any player, are they owed anything from their franchise? Um, Performance art thrown in there. Uh, Valeno is a dud. I'm thinking out loud. Um, Performance art, how dare you? More comments like that, you're going to be a guest on this show. (laughs) <laughs> um, um yeah you know we you know we're, we 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 really got uh uh back end spanked because people were really upset and defending valeno uh to the death uh dying on that hole on that hill uh um, I, I, I don't see it hole. yeah that, everybody loves them <laughs> they died on the hole they died in the hill um uh, i don't see it but man as far as like organizing these guys um i i can't harp on it enough we have a, a top three and a bottom nine. Um, I, I don't know how many people have really stood out on this team. I know Fabry effort-wise, um, and obviously management agrees, which is why they gave him a, a lengthy, not small extension um, at four mil um, average annual value. Um, but as for the rest of these guys, I I, I got to say at, at this point, because there's been so much inconsistency, uh, you could just boggle. Boop, hit the boggle button um, and just kind of, you know, let the chips fall where they, where they fall and, you know, redo the lines that way. So the only, only reason the second line is the second line is they, they get, you know, more ice time than the other guys. Uh, they get more power play time, which, you know, is a high value scoring opportunity, of course. Um, but I, I don't think that the, like the, the loyalty um, to some of these guys is just unfounded because they they haven't done anything to earn that loyalty. Um, I, I Vlano has gotten that for for being young. He hasn't done it for any production reasons. Um, you know, Zadina has gotten it because when he played with you know arguably our most talented goal scorer, he was on the stat sheet. Oh, God, I'm so happy you mentioned that. I did the I, research I, on that. I mean, he played with Verona, so... Yeah. You know what? Do you want to take a stab at how many points he got while playing with Verona? 13 games. Go ahead. Uh, Two. Yeah, two points. Did did I already tell you that? Uh, You you bring it up up? every episode. (laughs) Look, 
And that's our, that. research, our research department brings it up every episode. That again, and I, I laugh uh, at what Mike's saying, but I'm not. We're not saying like Zadina has to go, but I, I want to bring up Silver 3344's point um, because this is this is right in lockstep where where my head's at. Silver says, I think realistic, uh, realistically, anyone is on the chopping block aside from Cider, Raymond, and Larkin. Bertuzzi could be traded for the right price. Uh, asking price would be large. Um, I, I really like that last little bit there because I absolutely I think Bertuzzi is is available. Um, and we we've been talking all season, um, actually for two hundred episodes about trying to build a core here. And if I had to say who's on this core, that's that Silver nailed it. Those are the three guys I can legit see on this team five years from now. No question. Everybody else is up for discussion. Now, to say that they're up for discussion, to say that they're on the trade block, doesn't mean we need them to go. I think that that's something that gets missed quite a bit. Um, because there's there's going to be 12 forwards that need to fill out these, these spots. And we're going to need six defensemen. So we can't just keep getting rid of guys. And some guys are going to figure out what their role is in the NHL. Could be different from why we drafted them. Um, Zadina, for instance, we drafted for the amazing shot. Uh, he's been morphing into a two-way player, and uh, that might find him, Mike, in the bottom six because we're trying to prevent goals. Uh, so I'm just, I'm just throwing it out there that uh, not, you know, you don't have to hold on too tight. I, I'd say uh, go, go the uh, is, is that thirty-eight. Uh, 38 special. You got you got to hold on loosely, you know. You don't let them go. But uh if you cling too tightly, I forget the last line. But uh I'm sure it's not good. And uh that's, that's for our uh, 50 treat. and older crowd uh, uh, tuning into Red Wings rant here on a Sunday night. <laughs> that's um, how you got to treat Zadita right now. Like uh and most most of these players. I, I think uh again, uh silver nailed it with the three guys uh in Larkin Raymond and and uh, cider but uh anybody else is just you know like uh is any one player more deserving of like a, a better opportunity to score is Zadina more deserving than Rasmussen is the Mystikoffs so far you know best season uh you know if we can just say that uh his, his best perf- uh his great start well so I'll put it that way with with the Red Wings um is that reason to not give him a shot on the second line just because we want to give Zadina more opportunities. You know, I, I just, I, I say that and I'm not, I'm not saying I'm not advocating. I'm not campaigning that Nemistikov should be, you know, with all of his empty net goals that he needs, you know, top six position. But I, I just think, you know, it's one of those things where um, your point that we have a top three and a, bottom nine that just kind of mixes it up together. It's it's just one of those things where I, I would not get so worked up about Zadina not necessarily getting primo power play time, uh, time with the likes of, of Larkin and Lucas Raymond. Um, it's just right now, all those guys are kind of just lumped together and uh, they, they pretty much the advanced analytics, uh, if you go over the last three years with like, uh, let's pull that up, actually. You know what? Um, we've got we've got two things here, Mike, because I think I've got, 
here, here, here is your Philip Sedina uh, full full season um, so far this year. Power play not doing so great. Sedina five on five, of course, uh, bringing the offense. You've got the attempts and the chances. Pair that to Michael Rasmussen and Sedina over. Uh, the last three seasons, uh, Rasmussen's got 878 minutes. Uh, Zadina's got uh, 1451. Yikes. Not looking great, but obviously it's trending in the right direction, right? Because we see Zadina's numbers way better just for this single season. And of course, again, like I said, this is the last three seasons for these two guys. But I mean, they're they're comparable. There's a lot of red. For both guys. So if you guys are watching on YouTube and if you're listening to the podcast, basically what we're looking at is evolving hockey's um, representation for uh, a player's production from the advanced analytics perspective. And all I can tell you from the podcast perspective for people who can't see what we're looking at right now from a table is that Rasmussen and Zadina have pretty similar numbers. They're just really bad in different places and bad in other places. <laughs> Neither one in the last three seasons is really good. Um, and then we could pull up, uh, this This is the comparison of Robbie Fabry and Zadina this season. Um, clearly five on five. Zadina, Zadina and Fabry actually uh, struggle from giving up chances uh, perspective. And of course, they should kind of mirror each other in some aspects of this because they played a lot together. Um, and with that being said, uh, the expected goals for per 60, uh, is completely owned from a five on five perspective, uh, for Zadina over Fabry. But then, uh, you take a look at the power play over the last year and you ask yourself about a guy who's getting more chances, who gets the better power play opportunities. And maybe because of what it looks like he's doing on the power play is trend, uh, translating to a better spot in the lineup. Uh, and I brought up Robbie Fabry because this was the name I was told earlier today should get demoted. Uh, Fabry is a much better performer on special teams than Philip Sedina. So there's that. And that's looking at the advanced analytics, which is only fair to bring up because that's the major point to making sure that Zadina gets a fair shot in the lineup is because his advanced analytics do look really good from the offensive point of view. So <clears throat> I'm going to back out of this real quick. Uh, you guys can throw in uh, your thoughts. Um, so I, I think uh, the last episode we had, people were really up in arms, a couple, about uh, our uh, criticism of Zadina. And it's not that we're dying to, you know, outright release him or trade him or get rid of him. Um, but I think if he is in a spot like he is now where we you know, he's getting second line ice time and opportunities. You are going to have a 500 hockey team. And that's not good enough to make the playoffs. So, you know, if, if we get to the point where he can be on the third line and he can go against, um, you know, talent that's also kind of like at a third line level, that's that's probably going to be a spot where he can succeed a little bit more. Um, and he gets uh, sporadic opportunities on a power play, not – you know, counted on to do it all the time because he just hasn't quite shown us that he's, you know, deserving of that. So I don't think we want to, you know, right. wish ill against him or, you know, trade him away for a seventh round pick or anything like that. But um, yeah, he should, he should be further down the pecking order 
And essentially there's, you know, three of our bottom nine right now should just, you know, maybe be playing out in Beer City and Grand Rapids. Right. When, when this team is, like, truly competitive and ready to win, like, rounds of the playoffs. Yeah, you could, you could pick your names right now, guys, that just flat out not going to be a part of this team when we're when we're ready to go. There's still a bunch of names in that bottom nine that will have a spot. There's a handful, I, I would bet. I wouldn't say all nine guys are leaving, right? We all know that. That's that's not a hot take. This is just we're we're saying normal, boring things right now. And it's so funny because the point that we're making is just like I I I think this is such a small potatoes kind of thing. Like I I told somebody earlier, uh, just in texting. Uh, so if you guys become really big fans of Red Wings rant or, uh, you know, reach out to us and then eventually you get my phone number and then we just text back and forth about Red Wings hockey all day while I'm trying to watch my kids. Um, but anyways, uh, what we were talking about, I said, look, this, this is small potatoes. The, hey, who just scored? Heronic, Barry and hey. with the five yeah. on three. All right. So that I'm, I'm happy about that. Got a tie game. Would have liked that to bounce off of Lucas or, uh, you know, would have liked to see Cider uh, throwing in the back of the net just to play this game against Zegris. But um, my Xfinity stream is still loaded. Oh, no. I'm about All to right, be very well, excited here. Hey, we scored. I think it was Veronic. <laughs> can we can we say to um, so yeah, we got 21 seconds in here, uh, which means uh, I think. I think we're still on the power play, right? I didn't, I didn't yeah, actually four, check right? to see. Uh, I didn't actually check to see how much time was oh, left no. on the five on three. No, I think we screwed it up. It looks like even strength again. Oh no! Yeah, oh, no, five, five on four. On four. Yeah, just the uh, the graphic hadn't uh, populated yet. But yeah, I got twenty five seconds here. Here we go. Yeah, light it up. This is our worst part of of special teams. Is this entering the zone? It has right, been. Once, once we figure that out, we're going to be awesome. Okay, here we go. Turn the puck over. That was Bertuzzi. <laughs> of course, he had the nice turnover in the last game that resulted in a goal. That was beautiful on the power play. Um, oh, oh, oh my goodness. God. Was that Cider and Lucas that just bumped yeah. into each other? All right. Well, there's the They're thinking the about Zegris. So, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, the two of them are just fighting for the puck right now to try and get on that rookie scoring <laughs> leaderboard. <laughs> Um, should point out too, Dylan Larkin done for the night with an upper body injury. So, uh, nobody picked, uh, nobody picked Dylan for the giveaway. Uh, so Smart <laughs> nobody, yeah, nobody lost there. Um, could we talk about that power play, that mess there? Uh, cause it, it was asked earlier and this will, we'll probably have to wrap up the show because we still got to keep this at, at an hour here. We can't just go all night. Um, did I finish my point? Did we finish our point for our last discussion topic? It's just the power play started, and then I completely forgot what we were talking about. Oh um, yeah, we were just talking about entitlement for Zadina, and I, I think we covered it. Nothing against him, but he's you know he he's 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 not entitled to that power play time. He hasn't played well enough, um, you know, to to keep getting the opportunities. If if nothing's coming of them, we can give other people those opportunities and see if they can do something with it. Um, you know, we'll go WWE on him and say, Hey, you gotta grab that brass ring if I'm gonna put you in the Royal Rumble. You gotta you gotta do something with it, my man. And yeah, uh, he, just, he hasn't done it yet. So, you know, you gotta prove it. And if you don't prove it, we demote you and give somebody else a shot. Yeah, and I I the the conversation of like effort 
is uh, what some people are trying to uh, have represented. It, it's this. This is what I want. I want people to consider uh, because they try to represent effort through advanced analytics, which is fair sometimes. Um, but at at the same time, uh, I mean, you're we're not really looking at guys on the ice that are constantly dragging their feet on this team. I, I think I think the Red Wings actually put in a pretty hard skating team. And we even started the year, you know, being like segments on spit and chiclets because we were the, the high effort, you know, underdogs. So this team puts in effort from top to bottom. Um, so, I mean, to just make that association that somebody's trying harder because the advanced analytics show more expected goals for, and uh, you know, the, the Corsi four goes up. I think to the same conversation that people want to see Zadina in this position uh, or Joe Valeno, like on the, you know, with first line type of talent, that, that makes it a little unfair because you're talking out of both sides of your mouth because you can actually get these better looking analytics from what the game plan is compared to a different line or just compared to who you're on the ice against. Um, so I just, it, it's one of those things where, you know, don't just make the clear, cut you know this guy's advanced analytics test better so clearly he's trying harder than everybody else on the ice i i just it's it's something we could use to help guide our decision making and i think we we've tried our best to use uh you know when we take a look at the advanced analytics we've tried our best to to use it that way um but i mean at the end of the day too you could be throwing pucks from any point on the ice and increasing those numbers. But if you're not throwing the right chance at the net, you know, I mean, is that, is that really beyond, you know, our consideration? If, if we are throwing pucks at the net that can't hit the back of the net, I mean, I, I, I don't know. At, at some point, unlucky has to leave the conversation and I'm not saying I'm ready to do that. I'm not saying that Zena, Zena, uh, <laughs> John Zena. Uh, I'm not saying Zadina will never be able to hit the back of the net, but just uh, end of the end of the conversation here is just uh, there's there's not enough for me um, right now to say that there's a priority um, outside of just going. There's our own prospects, <laughs> and then there's the likes of Sam Gagne. He's not a priority. Um, and he clearly isn't if you look at his ice time. He's he's filling out this roster and he's a good, you know, veteran leader. But yeah, I there's a lot of room for all of these guys to continue to grow. Um, I think it, it gets missed that Robbie Fabry's only 26. Uh so it's just, you know, I think we all gotta pump the brakes. Uh there's there's a lot of room for a lot of these guys to grow. So to, focusing on one area or getting too upset about one player. Kind of, kind of the wrong way to uh, to assess uh, how this this team is being developed. We'll leave it at that. All right. Yeah. Yo, no, I mean, we're on the safe side, and no, I think we, I think we said those two talking points. To, we really hammered them home. Um, yep. Everybody's already fast forwarded to the end of the episode. <laughs> um. Mike, the question was asked earlier: Is uh, Alex Tungay in the hot seat? <laughs> uh, to the point that we were just making uh, for there not being a ton of talent on this team, um, there is still the idea of uh, entering on uh, the power play, like uh, entering the zone, which I think goes beyond uh, getting a good shot on that. Um, 
something's got to give, right? Like Dang at what point up. is is there some part of of a power play? Should should it just be basic and, <laughs> and like routine, or is it all just like, well, we don't have enough skills, so we can't blame Alex Dunge? Can I just like today was the the finale for the Detroit Lions? Okay. They are not a talented football team. They are their record at 3-13-1. But it still felt like there was noticeable, um, not just coaching philosophies, but like play design. I was like, wow, I, I can't remember the last time I saw so many successful like trick plays. Um, and it wasn't necessarily the other team's ineptitude. Like they were – they're pretty tricky plays. And I, I <laughs> myself, if I had somebody put that against me in Madden, I would have given up a touchdown as well. Cause I was like, I didn't see any of those moves coming. Uh, hats off to the lions for pulling that off. Those were noticeable coaching changes, coaching like plays that they, that they did designed uh, that, that scored. Um, they, they were incredibly successful um, with Tongay. I don't see a noticeable difference between this power play and years past when he was not, you know, the, the czar of the power play. Um, so I don't think he's in a, a, a seat to get an extension. Um, I, I don't think that's about to happen. Um, I don't know if we're all just waiting for Verona to come back and just totally get both power play lines going. Um, I don't know if that's going to happen, seeing as so he'll only be on one of those power play lines. But uh I did think that at the almost halfway mark of the season, we'd see some sort of difference. And it still looks like the same kind of, uh, you know, blah uh, product where I'm, I'm not, I'm not like giddy when I see a, a red wing power play opportunity. I, I actually feel a little anxiety because I know that two minutes of the game, if we're not winning, are going to be gone and we don't score very well on the power play. That's actually a great way to put it because I, yeah, that, like, are, are you ever excited when you see a power play? It's just, it's just one of those things where we know maybe there's a less chance that the other team's going to score for two minutes. And that's pretty much what we get out of it. Um, and even that hasn't really been true the last couple of games. So <laughs> just throw that shorties. right in the shredder. Yeah. Give it yeah. up shorties. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I would say like the quick answer to this is just, there has been no, improvement but we could sit back and look at this team and maybe maybe the better time to judge it is when Verana's back but i mean this this team's better than last year talent wise right and you got to think there's more chemistry um they have to be more cohesive the longer that they're all playing together and there hasn't been too much turnover so uh, all those facts added together i i would say that it's maybe a worse job. Like you, you, you have the likes of Cider and Lucas Raymond and, you know, like I, I expected, I expected way too much, but I, I think a fair expectation would be, would be better than, than what we've seen. Uh, the droughts are, are, were, were supposed to be a thing of the past and um, yeah, there's, they're still sticking around. You know, we got one today, but um I, I would look at that goal by Hironic and go, wow, what a – it just went right through the goalie's mitt there. Um, so how excited do you want to be? And uh, by the way, the five-minute man, looks like he got another penalty here, uh, Giovanni Smith. Nice. Putting us, putting us in position to win. 
All right. Um, like I mentioned, we didn't want to watch uh, the whole game with you guys, so we do have to wrap up here. And uh, we did. We are playing still a couple of games here. Last guy to comment gets uh, a sticker, and uh, we're also playing. Um, we were gonna play. You know, you picked the first Red Wings goal. Clearly, nobody picked Heronic. So, for anybody who's commented so far in the live stream, uh, we're gonna keep track. And if any of those guys score, and they're the next one to score, uh, you'll get the T-shirt. And then we'll kind of try and get a hold of you somehow. Maybe we could reply to you. But uh, you know, if you if you guys see that your player that you picked scored, it's admin at bodpodcast.com. We'll make sure that you guys. Get your T-shirt. As we're wrapping up here, maybe somebody will just put one in the back of the net, and we'll be we'll be all set. Um, but I'm also gonna count uh, the comments here, and we'll see who won that uh, that hoodie. I uh, got to make sure I called a hoodie here, so that Brad's still interested. But, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, that, Mike, this is uh, episode 200. Um, really hoped you know we'd see a bigger turnout here on the live stream but uh youtube doesn't like us right now they do a better job of having people find us any other time we stream um anyways thanks for tuning in everybody um thanks for hanging around as long as you guys have uh if if you've been around for just a couple episodes or if you've been around for all 200 we appreciate y'all and that's why we're trying to give back today um so yeah um so far Looks like I've got a winner in What's Up Tibby, who's who's trying to win a sticker and a hoodie right now. Uh, hats Woo! off to you, What's Up Tibby. Uh, you got this in the bag, my man. So, Mike, any any parting thoughts, and then we'll sign off? No, just uh, appreciation to Timmy, um, performance art, um, you know, the whole gang. Oh, no problem, Timmy. And uh, hopefully, you know, again, the Red Wings keep uh, looking well, down, see those red jerseys, think they're at home, man. Get a win tonight. <laughs> All right, uh, 10, 9, 8, 7, <laughs> 6. They have to be five, relevant comments, too. Four. You can't just put last. No, happy, I like it. Happy I, 200 I like counts. It. I'll count happy 200. <laughs> All right. Um, Silver Silver gives the nod to Timmy. Um, <laughs> hey, you know what, Silver? Hit, hit me up. Oh, I'm generous. I'm feeling generous. You know what? For right that now. generosity, Silver, you take it. <laughs> Silver a name, but gold and metal. How about that? Timmy, Timmy, you get you get the hoodie. Silver, hit us up. I got I got a prize for you too. Uh it's admin A D M I N at B O D podcast.com. B-O-D podcast.com. You guys both hit us up. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. All podcast listeners, uh <laughs> subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts. And you can do it on Spotify too. So everybody go do that. Greatly appreciate it. Everyone have a nice night, and uh hopefully the wings pull this one out. See you later.